And we're live. Smashcast back at it again. In the house, we got JP. Hey, hey guys, how are you? And new guests in the house, Dog. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to much. the yes. Um, if you're gonna hold your mic there, I'm just gonna put the up the game. It's okay. You can hold your mic there. All right, cool. Say, say something, Doug. <laughs> All right, there we go. Perfect. <laughs> All right. All right. So we're here at live at uh, Smash Iron Fitness, and uh, we want to try to keep this more consistent. Yes. It's okay. Yes. Yes. Since the last time we were here, um, <coughs> JP had a baby. I I have a baby. Yes. I, wow. I do. It's been that much. Been, yeah. That's right. How long oh. has it been? Just a little bit. Uh, my baby will be uh, two months in a few days. I love it. Uh, so fatherhood, how's fatherhood been? Crazy. Yeah? Yeah. Um, what's been the challenge and what's been the struggle and what's been the lesson? Um, challenge. Challenges, you know, trusting yourself and trying to figure out mm. well, what is right for your child. Because mm. there's so much information out there that you're like, oh, if I you know, listen to this person, they say a certain thing and then someone else says something else and you're just like, oh, I don't know. I'm not sure what's right, what's not right, what's going to work for my child or not. Just kind of like in here, like mm. for clients, it's totally. never one size fits all. <clears throat> never. Right. So it's almost like that. Like I'm trying to train my child to figure out what's the best, you know, pathway for them for development and all that. Mm. So like what's, what's one thing you want to share that you've been kind of struggling with or that you figured out? Like you struggled and then you overcame. Yo, I don't know, man. Like just, um, okay, to be honest, it's like uh, for me, trying to be calm as much mm. as I can, I get mm. frustrated very fast. Mm. So it's like there's a YouTube I saw that was talking about if you're frustrated, you know, Remember to put your baby down, walk out of the room, make sure they're in you know, a safe place environment first and you can walk out for a couple of minutes, gather yourself and then come back. Because wow. sometimes for me, it's like, let's say I'm trying to hold my child, he's crying, whatever. And it just frustrates. And I'm just like, you know, how do I stop make him to stop crying or how do I do this or that? Mm. And sometimes I have to just put him down and just walk out and, you know, count to 10 and then come back and do it again. I love it. Yeah. I love that. That's important, man. I mean. And the thing is, it's like, I, I, I mean, I wouldn't expect that, right? Yeah. Like, you wouldn't expect that, probably. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You probably found some new type of, like, you know, almost energy or kind of feeling from that, right? Um, what's it called? What do, you, uh, what do you plan on doing for like, uh, for, like, school and stuff once he gets there? Do you know? Do you have any, any, no, no any ideas on you that? Got, no you, got any, you got any, uh, any recommendations? Homeschool. Yeah? All the way. I'm a homeschool kind of parent. Mm -hmm. So, like, well, give us more information about homeschool. Um, how, old are you, how old are your kids, too? I don't okay, know. Okay, my kids, kids my kids are four and two now. Okay. Um, so, my, my son is in pre-K, essentially. Yeah, yeah. You know? Uh, well, shout out to all the people who, you know, have their kids in, in school and uh, hardworking. And, you know, that you guys, um, you know, put you guys, put your kids through school and or have to put their kids to public school. But in... I'm just fortunate enough that I am able to have my wife stay at home, mm -hmm. um, and I'm I, I'm blessed to do that and have that. Um, so that's why we're able to homeschool. Yeah, most um, I mean it's hard. Uh, public school systems nowadays, especially here in Nevada, it's shit. Yes, you know it's unfortunately very, very shit. 
um, I think we're one of the worst. Yep. One of the worst. One of the worst in the, worst in the nation. In the nation. Yeah. You know? So it's like I just don't want to. Uh, I don't want to participate in that. Um, so I mean, like, what we do is like it's it's like an outdoor co-op that we like. They do meetups once a week or more. Mm-hmm. Most likely more. We they meet up in Mount Charleston. They meet up in parks. They'll have like lessons planned uh, ahead of time. So one month they're focusing on whatever the moon or you know plants or whatever you know um i wish i was introduced to like more trade work kind of thing as i was younger oh for sure you know like i wish i wish my parents would i mean like love my parents love them but it's like now i want this from my child you know like how to plant you know how how to you know how to build how, how to make a lawn uh how to distinguish a bad plant from a good plant how you know things like that um so that's what they're doing right now that's awesome learning about fish uh whatever you know just like life about the natural world rather than natural world correct you know i mean like we need math you know obviously science Mm -hmm. literature we need all that you know but i just we just live in a weird time man weird time yeah to put the kids through through uh through work through that public school system especially with the new agenda we can go down down that road but yeah we don't we don't want to but that's, that's not um <laughs> but yeah so um I, I would if you guys haven't considered homeschool i would highly consider homeschool i mean it's just you know or or just get your kids involved into more natural learning you know yeah for up, sure up. whether it's after hours or during the weekend or something get them out get them out of the classroom and out of the controlled environment yeah i don't i, I mean i don't I, I feel like i feel like kids don't learn like that you know no. like we were forced to do that because that's just how we grew up I and mean, yeah. that's how i grew up yep. it was in a classroom yeah. i never did good in a classroom i always got like c's and d's throughout my whole career mm-hmm. uh, my career in school you know i was always super hyper i was always just wanted to talk to people and like i would just always get like put in a corner because i was talking too much or like whatever you know like I, I was I was just that kind of well, and that's the frustrating thing in the classroom setting. They can't <clears throat> cater to individual needs. So they can't cater to the fact that you're more outgoing or you're more enthusiastic and you're more talkative. They, they they want to put you in a in a box, which is that's what they have to do. It's basically lowest common denominator. Put everyone in a box to make it easy throughout the day. Yeah, I mean, which makes sense. It's I mean, like what? Oh, on live. Oh. Yeah. Well. Okay, I can hold closer. Well, it's the the um, the audio is going to come very clear on Spotify. Okay, I understand. Yeah. And then okay. and For then sure. uh, so this is like a little like a sneak peek behind the scenes yeah. kind of BTS. thing. BTS. Yes. Okay. For everyone, that's that's Sean. He's 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 a gym institution. He's I awesome. Love, love Sean. Yes. <laughs> love you, Sean. Um. No, but like, isn't isn't like typical schooling meant for like the factory worker, or, or am I wrong? I don't know. Like, it depends on what you've read. I heard it was made for that. It was made for to prepare people for day in day out kinds of jobs mm-hmm. in a controlled, manufactured setting. Yeah. So if you if you're educate people that way, then that's how you train people to behave and think. It's the nine-to-five job, it's a factory, it's an office, it's whatever, which is good for some people. Yes. Some people love that, but not everyone, and not everyone's built that way. No, no. So, I don't know, there, it seems to me that there needs to be more attention paid to, you know, who people are in terms of how they learn, because, you know, you can't expect a fish to 
climb a tree. Yeah. So identify them as a fish and trade treat them as a fish and, and go from there. So like, so let's, I mean like, what, how do you guys learn? Like, what's your, your type of learning? I like teaching myself, to be honest with you. Self-taught? I like teaching myself. I like learning one-on-one. I don't like learning in a group setting for the most part. Mm-hmm. But I'm more of a one-on-one kind of individual. What about you? Like, how do I like to learn? How do you, how do you learn? How do I learn? Well, in school, what I learn about myself is mm. the best way I learn is... Uh, do you learn by doing or reading or experience? It's everything. Or? It's all of the okay. sensories. So it's like... Okay. Visually, um, what's the visual? I have to write things down. Mm. I have to do, um, I have to verbally speak it or so. Or so. Um, that's how I can remember things. If not, I'll just, yeah, it's not. Uh, so you have to like visually write it, visually speak it. Yeah, I have to do everything. And how, visually do it, maybe? Probably, yeah, all, all of the above. All the above, makes sense. It's, it's just, yeah, that's, how I, that's how I learned in school. I, like I said, when I was younger, I, I didn't do well in you know, elementary school or whatever. Um, similar C's just to kind of get past or whatever. Yeah. I like to play outside. You know, the best time during that time was the sports and, yes. you know, the free time and, you know, being with your friends or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was for me learning. I had to adjust my learning abilities to conform to, you know, the school setting and how, how, how to, yeah, how to learn that way. Hmm. Not, See, I was actually built for the, I mean, I, I stayed inside mostly because I grew up with asthma, so I didn't go outside and play mm-hmm. much. So I would be inside reading books and dictionaries and atlases and doing my own thing. So God damn. That's how I... Atlases? Yeah. Dictionaries and yeah. atlases. Let me just repeat that. Yes. Like, Encyclopedias. I was that individual. Wow. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah, but... Wealth of knowledge. That's, I just was by myself doing that. I wanted to go outside, but I just couldn't do it. So like, what, what, what was holding you back? Um, it was it was asthma. Like any time I would exercise, it 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 walloped me, and I had that until I was probably like late high school. Interesting. So I was inside most of the time. Swimming, I didn't do just do so bad at, and then uh, soccer, I was okay, but I played defense, so I didn't run too much as as, as that. But. Huh. Yeah, I had asthma too, but I'm I'm starting to think that my asthma wasn't wasn't um, was it called exercise induced? Because mm-hmm. like when I would get like they would classify me as asthma. Yep. But like I would like anytime like things would change or seasons would change. Yep. I would get sick, but yep. it would go mm. straight into my lungs. Oh, same. Yep. And then I would get like bronchitis or pneumonia. Yep. And then I would oh, be wow. The, yeah. Yep. And then I'll be in the hospital for at least one month out of a year. Every year for at least one month, I was in the hospital for for bronchitis or pneumonia. But I, w- I also played a lot outside though. Yep. I didn't. I didn't. I don't know. So, so it's that like, didn't stop you. You just kept on doing it. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, I don't know. And then, and it just kind of went away. It was kind of weird. That's interesting. Cause I feel like a lot of young kids had mm-hmm. some form of asthma or some respiratory issue, especially when I was younger too. I had something like that. Um, they prescribed me some nasal sprays or whatever, whatnot. Well, there's, there's, <clears throat> I mean, there's some literature that suggests that some of that's not all physical either. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, some of it can be because you were brought up in some kind of restrictive mode of some kind and so you can't breathe like you figuratively and literally can't breathe and so it manifests itself through some of those things interesting yeah but so it's it a lot of kids do grow out of it and the question is as well did they grow out of it because their bodies adjusted 
over time, or do they grow out of it because then they're going out on their own and they're no longer stifled by external factors or the environment or whatever. So it depends on what you read, but there there is something to be said about some of the physiological effects of being or feeling cooped up or yeah. constrained or restrained or something. Maybe just like being inside too much. Maybe. Yep. Maybe, maybe, maybe that. that was your. Maybe that instead may, of you know. Maybe that was exactly the problem, which is interesting. Yeah. You know, your par- parents do going back to JP. You know, parents do what they think is best for the kids, yeah. but. Sometimes you don't know. You just don't know. You yeah. don't know because you either don't have the information or the information not even there. Or you can't yeah. trust it. So you just do the best you can. It's yeah. You're literally playing like <laughs> like Russian roulette. That's exactly <laughs> right. I can imagine. I, d- I wouldn't know because I don't have kids. Thank God. But, yeah. <laughs> I know, right? I'm, I can be such a worrier out with my kids, man. Like when they're like climbing on shit, I'm just like... <laughs> Oh my gosh, I'm gonna feel the same way. Oh god, and my wife just like, she just like sits back, dude, and just like lets them fuck up, you know, which is great. Yeah. You know, you, I would, I would expect that out of me, but I'm just like, trying to like, trying Mm. to like guide them, and then, but like, I'm not allowing them to fuck up. Yeah. You know, it's like, I think that's my detriment. Yeah. Or that's where I need to hold back almost, is like, let them fuck up. Maybe that's coming from your upbringing. Yeah, my mom was a fucking warrior rat for sure. You know, my mom was a super warrior rat for sure. Yeah. She still is. Yeah. I love you, mama. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, but going back to the um, to the to the uh, to the asthma thing, like they even gave me that in a, like in a, like a IV like mm-hmm. a butyrol. Yeah, butyrol. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I had that too. Right. Yep. But I was always like, I don't need that. I, yep. I don't need that. Same. I don't need that, right? And then until so I got really sick, and then I was on the breathing machine. No, not me. You never got in the breathing machine. No, thank oh, yeah. God. But I had every yeah, night. No. Every night. Really? Every, night, every single night. Yep. Just like yeah. Isn't that crazy now, huh? Yeah. Hmm. And then when yeah, my oxygen would get too low though. So when I was like dreading to go to the to the doctor because yeah. like I just knew <clears throat> I was sleeping downstairs because I couldn't walk anywhere anymore because mm-hmm. my lungs are just so filled. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I went to the I went to the doctor, and then my, my oxygen was like 80, 85. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Well, if your oxygen doesn't go up, like you're gonna have to go." And so by the time I went, been eight liters of oxygen for like yeah. a week, two weeks, man. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, yeah, that is. Insane. I don't know how it builds up like that. And then That's I was, crazy. yeah, it's scary too. I, I I know, but you know, like when you're even when you're a kid, you're like, okay, this is it's getting serious. Like you even know that. Yeah. But you you grow up in certain ways. You grow up pretty quickly. Yeah. I feel like you have to. You you have to. My, what my parents told me is like every time that I got sick, they felt like I grew. Yep. More. Yep. Like mm-hmm. like. Wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Doesn't surprise and me. Then at I all. just grew more. I don't know. And you didn't know better because you're a kid. You don't know no. any other experience. But. I was also on prednisone, which is a steroid, and that blew me up too. So that's prednisone. Why that's why. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. No. I, I, it's I, a miracle yeah. drug, and it messes with your immune system. But yeah. it is. I I wouldn't be here without it for sure. I know that. Really. For sure. Oh yeah. I had to take it. It's a great anti-inflammatory. It is, yeah, it's the most amazing, in my opinion, most most amazing drug out there. But it it takes its pound of flesh, <laughs> for sure. That's it. it def- like I didn't know that it, it lowers your immune system, but it does. It does, and it doesn't. Especially if you take it when you're young, and it doesn't. It's a permanent effect. I mean, it, your your immune system doesn't develop properly because of it. But at the same time, it saves your life. You know, no, for sure. For sure. Yeah, so, I gained so much weight on it. Yep. At five years old, I was five foot tall. You're kidding me. Five years old? Five, five years old. Kindergarten? Five, five foot, foot tall. tall. I was a huge kid. Like my mom. Like my mom Holy will never cow. forget that. Holy cow. Five years old, five feet tall. Damn, that's, that's incredible. I need that. 
Shit. <laughs> Man, I nice. wish I had some of that. Yeah. Nice. But I just, I mean, I didn't grow. I mean, obviously I didn't grow higher than that. I mean, just a little bit. I'm only six feet right now, but. You're only six feet? Must be nice. Must be nice. It is nice. Feet. Yeah, must be nice. Yes, must be nice to be six feet. <laughs> everyone, everyone listening, I am not six feet tall. I wish I was. I'd also, be okay with 5'10". I don't care yeah. about six feet. I, but 5'10", I wouldn't mind being shorter. I wouldn't mind being a little shorter. I would love to be 5'7". If I, if I kept all my weight and just kind of <laughs> compact me down. <laughs> you know, so, it's like, wow. Sorry, JP. You, you are, you're a mighty mouse. I was you're just, Superman. You are, Superman. I was just talking Superman, to the dog. I was mini like, Superman. Mini. Yeah. You're Superman. Yeah, you are Superman. I was literally talking to the dog. I was like, if, if JP could be one, a superhero, you'd be Superman. Yeah. Yep. Why? It's just you just fit every characteristic yeah, every of a character, super, including oh, the hair. Yeah, including the hair. Yeah, the hair, <laughs> the glasses, like your like your your, in, your intellect, oh, your strength, demeanor, the you poise. Know? Yeah, you're literally stronger between me, me and Dog. You are stronger, literally, combined. I don't know about that. Okay, what, what's your deadlift? I, no, that doesn't matter. <laughs> like, like, yeah, powerlifting is like different. Like, it's very specific, right? If we did, if like I said, remember. I want I, I want to carry the sandbag, right? Mm. That's what one a two hundred pound sandbag. I'm a hundred and sixty pounds right now. Me carrying or flipping like wow. a sandbag that'd be really cool. That'd be really cool. But it's very difficult for me, I believe. I think you can do it. We'll see. After, oh, on we'll this, see. I think I think that's we should do it on this podcast. We should do it. Yeah. We'll try. Yeah, I'm, I really want to because that's something like it's it's to me that is more that's strength, right? Like functionally, like doing. You're very practical. Like you yeah, need exactly. to carry it carrying sandbag or dead body exactly or dead weight right. you know right. those, those type of things like farmer carrying a lot that's kind of yep. practical mm. yep. those type of movements overhead pressing certain things that's practical right in everyday life strong man it's basically all strandman stuff it is it really is it, it's not flashy and it's not it, it's cool some, it's cool when you're pushing really heavy weight but you know if it's not as heavy it's not as cool right it, I just people I, that's the thing with strawman I feel like people can really relate to it because it's like oh a car right. they're deadlifting a oh, car yeah. that's right. but they're only deadlifting a, like a third of the car mm-hmm. if you really think about mm-hmm. it and then but people can't fathom 700 pound deadlift they just can't they can put that in their minds but if you put like if you put like yeah. let's say you know I don't know like barrels of water or kegs yeah. they're like oh okay yeah. I can they can like visually like oh, okay that's heavy Right, mm-hmm. so sometimes even strongman like their, their weights might, might not be that heavy. They're fucking heavy, yep. but like they put it in such a great perspective that people understand that. Yeah, like World Strongest Man has been here for a very long time. Yeah, people, it's been on television televised, just because people yeah. can like they can put like they can visually That's feel right. how heavy those things might be, and it's it's probably the same weight that you're lifting right now. No, I tried lifting a, a car. The other, like maybe really, uh, yeah. When the strong men were here, I forget who it was. I forget, uh, was it? I'm not sure. It was, I forget who it was. They were deadlifting car in the back, and I was like, I'm gonna try, and I tried, and I couldn't lift it. Couldn't lift it. Yeah, but I was like, I want to do it, dude. Like, I think you can totally do it. It's just technique. Yeah. I think. I mean, so we're gonna get this on video. JP's gonna lift a sandbag today. He said today. I don't know about today. Today. <laughs> like, today. It's only 200 pounds. This motherfucker deadlifts over 600. And 200 pounds. It's more than I weigh. It's a lot. Slow weight. I got small arms, guys. I mean, you have the, the range of motion too. It's it's. I I have to carry that motherfucker so high compared to you. Well, look how much more mass you have than me. We'll see. We'll see. I think I think I think you can do it. Isn't the saying like mass moves mass, right? Okay. Especially when it comes to objects like that. 
You think so? Uh, I think so. I could be proven wrong, but you know. Oh, look at Elizabeth. What's up? She doesn't have much mass, but she can move a ton. Tell her to move a sandbag. I bet she could. Doubt it. Really? I am serious. Yeah. It's like I said. Okay. Our sport is specific on certain movements. So it's not that we're not strong. It's like we could train to be strong enough. Fair. But I bet you wouldn't train. It wouldn't take that long for you to train to do it. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe not. Yeah. Maybe a few months to kind of get things down. But other than that, well, I, I mean, I think you're right that it's going to be a new movement. So mm -hmm. the stimulus is not going to be there. So mm -hmm. we can definitely practice. But I honestly think it's just technique. Like once you can, like, it's yeah. Once I can teach you, like, just don't, just don't look down. That's that's all you have to do. <laughs> dog, dog learned not to look down ever, <laughs> ever, ever in his life. Problems always look up. That's it. Look up. That's it. Always. <laughs> that's so funny. So let's oh, let's let's man. bring it back to immune system. Yep. What do you guys personally do for immunity? And maybe you could maybe your maybe your regimen can help somebody out. Go, J, go first, JP. My regimen? Oh, you guys don't want to know my regimen because it's not really a regimen. For, for immunity. So my immunity, to be honest, it's knowing my body. Mm. So I've gotten to a point where I understand how much my body can take from fatigue, um, like from being, you know, not having enough sleep to, you know, like, yeah, like I said, fatigue overall. And knowing that. So I can kind of feel when I'm too tired and if I try to push too hard or if I try to do another workout when I'm like overly tired or not feeling the best, I'll pull back yeah. so I won't get sick. And okay, let's knock on wood, right? I haven't been sick since I think 2019. Wow. That's amazing. No, That's yeah. Incredible. But it's just, like I said, it's knowing, for me, it's knowing my body. And when you kind of feel like you're going to get sick, maybe take a little more rest, drink a lot more water for sure. You know, you can do, you know, shoot, not shoot up, that's bad. Oh my God, that's shoot up. <laughs> you know, maybe some vitamin C or whatever, yeah, but yeah. Um, more or less it's rest, right? You need enough rest, yep. um, enough hydration, and eat well. Yeah, nice. I'm gonna ditto that. I, that um, I think that's actually a pretty big point is you have enough experience with your body and you push your body. Mm -hmm. So you, ha you know the range of where your body is. Yeah. So, if you are feeling a certain way, if you hadn't pushed that way, you're like, oh, am I getting sick? I'll just not do nothing. But sometimes you probably did push it and you're like, okay, that was too much. Yeah. But by learning all of that, you know where to push and where not to push. Yeah. I, I feel like for people that get sick a lot is because they, um, for instance, like um, their job is super stressful. So you have the stress, stress of, you know, stress, right? And then let's say their job is super stressful and they don't get enough sleep and they're doing that for five days straight yeah. where they're only getting Shut quality, up, Sean. Yeah, exactly. quality <laughs> of sleep, maybe like four or three hours. And they keep doing that and they yep. keep eating bad food. And even if they're not working out, they're stressing their body so much that yep. eventually their immune system gets lower yep. and they can get sick. Yep. Maybe it's a little cold outside and at that time, maybe they weren't wearing a jacket at the time and all those factors are there. Yep. The higher chances you are going to get sick. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. So you think by not wearing a jacket in the cold, you can get sick? Not necessarily. I'm just saying like immune immune oh. system, right? Got Your it. immune system will go lower because of other factors that you know, and that can be something that happens, right? Got it. Maybe you're. Yeah, stress sucks. Yeah, too too stressed out or whatever. Stress uh, sucks. Stress can lower immunity. I yeah. know that for yeah. Oh my gosh. That's and then clients, right? Like let's say they go party at night right and then they party and then they do it again they do all that stuff i did that when i was young and you get sick all the time yeah because yeah. your body can't recover and i think it's mostly about recovery for me at least yeah i'm all about the vitamins yeah nope 
Yeah, no. Yeah, I know. I know uh, you're about the vitamins. I'm about the vitamins. Oh, oh there's only but, uh, a little bit of time oh, left. We t- no, ignore for today. Sorry, sorry live. Paused. Could we go live again? Is that a thing? Oh, and we're back. All right. So what vitamins do you, do you take? So I'm pretty consistent with my vitamins. So I do, um, I'll do a vitamin C, 2,000 in the morning, vitamin D, 10,000. Um, I'll take, um, I think those are the only two that I take for immunity. I mean, like mm-hmm. the, rest, the rest is like alpha GPC, and then I do maca right now, okay. mm-hmm. and NAC. So NA, I love NAC though. NAC is really good for like uh, antioxidant. What's NAC? Oh, cool. N-acetylcholine. Mm-hmm. So NAC actually got like banned during COVID. Damn. And it's just an amino acid, but yeah, it works so well with your lungs mm-hmm. yep. that they just decided just to take it off. Um, but it does really well with the lungs, like especially with like inflammation in your lungs. Like let's say if you're having some sort of like buildup in there, mm-hmm. it literally like starts like like exiting. Interesting. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. great. Uh, so I just keep that like at least once a day because I know, I mean, my history of lungs, you know, and uh, and good for liver. And then um, cold plunge, cold plunge for immunity. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's what I do too. Oh, and then the, forgot about that. the sauna as well, right? Sauna is great for immunity too, but I think uh, I think cold plunge would be better. Have, did you take mm. 10,000 of vitamin D during, like, how long have you taken 10,000 a day? A long time. Long time? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, there, there's a lot of studies that came out that, you know, the higher the vitamin D levels, the much less susceptible to COVID people were. Mm-hmm. Mm. But of course, you know, you hear much about that. But I, I've taken 5,000 a day for a while, but not 10,000. But I, I it still got it. Yeah. I can tell that since I did starting, started to take 5,000 a day, I do get sick a little bit less. My yeah. parents are on 5,000, 10,000 a piece, and they never got COVID. Yeah, like I recommend it to all my clients. Um, at least vitamin D and vitamin C if you're not on it. Yeah. And just like, like I had a client, her, her name was Liz, and uh, she was never been she's never been on any kind of vitamin. Like, why don't you just start with the vitamin C and vitamin D? Yep. And she, and like sure as shit, like within the week, she felt more energy. Yep. She just felt better. You just yep. in general, it's just vitamin C and vitamin D. And the reason I told her to take it was because she was bruising easy, and the bruises weren't going away. Oh mm-hmm. yikes! And okay. so I was looking it up, and it literally said D and C would be good for that as yep. well, because yep. vitamin C is good for repairing and things yep. like that. So. It's just like an overall great vitamin to have. There's like tons of like books on it as well for vitamin C, on like taking like massive amounts of it mm-hmm. that can even like, I don't, I don't want to get like canceled or anything, but it can like lower cancer. And, I saw, and, I saw some of know? that stuff. I saw read some of those studies, mm-hmm. and it's yeah. it's some hospital I don't know Missouri or Illinois or some hospital amazing tried it and massive doses of vitamin C. And yeah, massive doses of vitamin C, and it just it cured cancer. All right, I gotta take more vitamin C and D, and then I'll never get sick ever again. That's it. Go. That's it. Because if you're already on top of it, I mean, you're already on top of your like just overall rest. Mm-hmm. But I think you just hit it on the nail though. Like, no fucking vitamin or supplement is ever going to replace nope. sleep. Nope. Oh yeah. All right. So okay, let me ask you both this question: mm-hmm. sleep, diet, gym, stress. Uh huh. What's the number one thing? that they need to take care of first. Sleep. Well, yeah, that, sleep. That would be my number one as well. Sleep. sleep 100%. 100%. Well, what's the second one? Because let's say sleep, you diet, can't get stress. sleep. Yeah, no, okay. So number two is diet, stress, or the gym. Stress. How do you manage your stress, though? Like, how, how do you tell someone to manage your stress? Simplify. Uh, simplify. Number one. Number one, simplify. Become aware of, of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some people don't okay. are not even That's aware right. of it. That's right. 
Um, and then I mean, once they're aware of their stress, then I'm like, okay, then, then when it's, so then they, they start feeling that kind of stress come up yep. and then I tell them to do breathing techniques. Mm -hmm. Just like take 30 seconds, pause everything you're doing and just take three massive deep breaths, box breathing, mm -hmm. and then resume what you're doing. And then that's been helping or taking walks, like saying like, fuck all this. I'm, I'm going to take a walk. Yep. They just pause and they go for a walk, yeah. leave, the, leave their phone at home and just go Put for the a baby walk. down walk away come back yeah same thing with you right no you put difference. the baby down put you do the, put the baby down go outside whether <laughs> literally, literally go get, some, or go get something to eat and come i'm just kidding that's not <laughs> no no <laughs> don't do that guys that was a joke i love it but um how about you Doug? stress yeah yeah it's awful uh for me the best thing to do is simplify just start chucking things out of your life people places mm. things start people, getting rid people of stuff. places and things i love that places like and I, things I, for stress I don't do well with juggling, so I drop balls and I figure out, okay, instead of juggling 10 balls, let's juggle one or two, and that's it. Yeah, I like to juggle two balls. <laughs> <laughs> Stress. So for me, it's just, yeah, that's, just get rid of stuff. I'm a purger. I like to purge. I wish I could purge my stress. That'd be awesome. Well, you got a lot going on, though. But, you know, yeah, whatever. It's all good. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. I'm not in denial, guys. I know I have a lot of stress. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first uh, thing, right? The it's awareness. Um, yeah, awareness. Actually, I do. Aware I, I, that actually is. I, I think you're right. I don't think people realize enough that they are stressed. No, they don't. Or they don't realize the effect of it until it's higher or lower. Like, oh man, I must have really been stressed. Like, yes. Yes. Yeah. And learning about that. And I say this to myself as well. Learned it just the past 24 hours for sure. But it's like sometimes you need to just be aware. Oh wow, like I'm more stressed mm -hmm. than I thought I was. Yeah, I got a good example of stress. Tell me. Um, it was when I was proposing to my wife. This was the most amount of stress I was under. Like, the reason why I, I say it's the most, because I literally went to the doctor. I don't go to the doctor very often, but I went to the doctor and I said, hey, I, I have these like weird like chest pains and like I feel like there's something like, I don't know if there was a lump on my chest, but I was like, there's something on my chest. I don't feel good. Most days it just feels so like mm. everything is I don't know, pulled into me and I can't breathe and I just don't know what to do. Almost yep. like I'm having like a panic attack or a heart attack. Yep. So I went and saw the doctor and the doctor was like, bro, you're fine. Like, get out of here. And I was like, once I literally, once I proposed to her, this whole relief. I love it. Isn't that gone. interesting it's, Yeah, it is, right? Like it's fascinating. I didn't understand it though. Yeah. Like I, I didn't know until it was done. And I was like, dude, stress, yeah. stress yeah. is crazy. Yes. Yeah. 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 And it affects people differently. Mm -hmm. It does. It does. Wild. No, it, it, it's a killer, man. It's yeah. a killer. If you're in it, literally, if you're in yep. it too much, yep. it can literally start killing you. Yep. It's like it's yeah. almost like an autoimmune, right? Yeah. Almost. I mean, it's helpful to run away from lions and stuff, but not for everyday things. No. And so it's like it's it's great for those yeah. life or death situations, but that's all it's good for. Yeah. That's all it's good for. Just like you said, you're not going to run away from a lion every single day. Maybe yeah. for like ten seconds of a day. Right. Or right. you're dead, but right. other than that, right? That's crazy, man. And, and that's the thing, man. It's like, I, that's, that's what I try to tell my parents, and especially my dad. My dad's just, my mom, both of my parents are just high stress all the time. And I'm just like, relax. Just got to relax. Yeah. And it's just tell them relax is not a thing, yeah. you know? But like, that's why I've been trying to get my dad into the cold plunge a little bit more. Yeah. Because like, oh, so many emotions go through your brain in that second. Yeah. All you can do is relax. 
Oh yeah, yeah that that's is true. true. You can't go in there that's panicking. A good one. That's that a good is one. true. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a forcing a, mm-hmm. function. That's actually a really good point. It's a forcing function. It is. It's like so like people that so the heat is forced to that's be right. in that moment right there and then and yeah. just focus on breathing. Yep. And like that's another good reason to get in the motherfucking plunge. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually a really good one. Yeah, to get in the plunge because you literally cannot think of anything else. Yeah. Like nothing. There's it's something like, to said about that. I mean, it's credible commitment. It's a forcing function. Like you, you put yourself in a situation where you really have no choice but to clear your mind or but to relax. Just and that's different than just telling someone to relax. Like, you know, go on vacation, go meditate on yoga. It's like, oh my god! No, you have to do something to. Yeah, it's it's, it's forceful. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's why I, th- I think, uh, I think I mean, one of the many benefits of the plunge, of course, but that's one of them. Yeah. Or even lifting, lifting heavy. It's like you you have to focus on what the heck you're doing, mm-hmm. and even if it's for that brief moment. So sure, you're you're stressing your body physically, yeah. but you're also getting rid of a lot of that mental stress during that point, so you can focus on what you're doing. Mm. But I think the cold plunge mm. itself is a good example of a forcing function of that. But you have you have to calm down. You have to calm down. Mm-hmm. Which is it's fascinating. I think it's fascinating. It's it is. I think it's we should do a cold plunge. Live. live, yeah, live. <laughs> no, and that'd be kind of cool, down right? Down. And yeah. like after this podcast, you do a cold plunge, and really, you can talk through it and talk through just about relaxing. Because, and I say this after I panic for the first twenty-five seconds, but e- then I'm good. Then I'm good ev- after twenty-five seconds. Mostly, everyone does. Like <laughs> yeah. the first thing is like, oh shit, it's freaking cold in here. Yeah. What am I gonna do to either I'm gonna run, get jump jump my ass out of here, or I'm gonna stay in here and figure out how to calm myself. And what do you do? You start to breathe. Yep. You start to focus on your breathing because that's the only thing you can control. Literally. That's funny. Poppy, get ready for that plunge, baby. I know. He he runs away from me now. He literally runs away like like a little kid. Yeah, like, hey, yeah, literally. He's like, hey, what do you He's like, he starts doing something else. Um, There's also something that I love about the plunge is it's it's also, it's it's a very forceful facing of reality. Mm. Like you can't back away from it. And there's something to be said about being that real in that moment. Like That's it's deep. cold and you're That's deep. It is it because is. you know, life goes on and we all think and do our stuff, but you have to face that. It's it's it is as real as it gets for that three minutes or that twenty five seconds or whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. And again it's a forcing function. I I or when you're lifting heavy, for instance, when you're you know trying a PR like you that you that's real like you're you have to be there mm. whether you fail it or not like that is a real thing that you're attempting that you've never done before and you have to be real in that moment there's no yeah. fake you no faking it because you know if you fake it you're, you're screwed like you can't fake it that's true you actually, cannot yeah. fake it so you have you are forced to be real with it and i think that's why personally i, I you know i like weightlifting in general is the, the weights don't lie like everything felt heavy today, but it was no different than two th- two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. But it's it's very real. It's very black white, capital T truth. So when you're in the cold plunge, it's you're in you know 41, 43 degree water. Your body's making that shock response and doing all that, and then like okay, I'm here. So what am I going to do? Am I going to panic? Am I going to relax? Am I going to sit down? Am I going to think? Like what am I doing? So it's a big deal. Yeah, I think we plunge. talked we talked about this today, dog, about like putting ourselves into into um how do i say this this specific word deliberate pain yeah that's yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yes that's right oh man no yep. no for sure no it's, it's, it's a it's a it's a chosen pain yeah which is very different than a receptive or a you know an imposed pain no for, and and i think we have to 
I think we have to choose pain. I think we, if we deliberately put ourselves into pain on a daily basis, yep. I think I think every other pain just kind of it does melts away. It does. It does because you're you're exercising your control over it. Like I know I'm in control. I'm in pain, but I'm controlling it. Yes. And that is very different than I'm in pain and I can't do anything about it. Correct. Hundred percent. I mean, that's even more powerful, right? Hundred percent. I'm putting myself into the most painful thing ever. That's right. But I have the ability to control. That's right. That's powerful. Yeah, I have the ability to start it. I have the ability to stop it, and I have the ability to see that there's some good or something that comes out of it. Mm. And that is very different than I'm in pain because of X, Y, Z reasons. It's imposed on me. I can't do anything. I feel like I can't do anything about it. I don't know if there's any good on the end. Like, so yeah, even chosen pain is better than. I think. I think we have to choose that daily, though. You know. Yeah, I, I agree. 100%. We have to choose that daily, yep. um, and I think that's what's that's what's gonna make or break us in the in the end. Honestly, you know. Well, you have to grow that way. That's, I mean, there's no other way. There really isn't there's any no other way. way. There's no, I don't, I don't see it. Like even you know, cells and bones and muscles and even crickets. I mean, they have to molt, right? Crickets. It's crickets. painful. I mean, think about that. They over, they outgrow their little shells, and so huh. they have to break their shell. Snakes do the same thing. Probably not as painful for snakes. They break their shell, then they're vulnerable, but mm-hmm. then that's how they grow. Like they, they keep on shedding their they molt and do other things and that's yeah the, isn't that interesting yeah how how you have to to grow that's right you have to that's right be vulnerable that's right almost like in an I don't know place. any process where that's not the case even when you're growing when you get up when you're a young and you go through a growth spurt and your uh, joints I, are I achy I didn't get those well I'm speaking <laughs> to Carlo of course <laughs> <laughs> fucking JT oh, but it, it's it's painful. But yeah, I, but I that's you have to. It has to be damaged in order for it to repair stronger. Correct. Yeah. That's what we're in here. You know, that's what we're in here every day. Every day we're in here, trying to break ourselves down. Yeah. To build ourselves stronger. And to bring it full circle. If you break it down too much, Bye. then you're overstressed, and then you don't recover. So you have to recover. Yeah. You have to know where is that fine line of breakdown and recovery. Yep. Hundred percent. Yeah. Like I don't. <laughs> That's the thing that people don't see. People like people see me going to the plunge. People see me fucking working out. I don't want to do any of that shit. Yeah. I don't. So you do, yeah. do you do you like work like do you want to work out? What do you mean? <laughs> I don't know what I mean. Like I've heard at this point, like at some point in your lifting world uh-huh. in your career or whatever, that there's a point where you just don't want to do it. You recognize and you do it because you're disciplined, mm-hmm. but you're not motivated. You don't want to. You may not want to do this. You may not like. I think it's seasons for me. Okay, so it's seasonal. Yeah, because I've been doing this for so long. It's like there's times in you know the season where I, I love it. It's yeah. fun, you yeah. know, get in here, get after it. Yeah. But a lot of times, like, I don't want to work out. I don't want to be here. I want to go home, and I want to sleep like everybody else and watch TV and do nothing. And that's, you know, that's something that I would want. Yes. But I know that I have a goal. Yeah, and I know if I do not do yep. you know work out, I will not reach it, or yep. I am putting myself. I'm not moving forward. Right. I am stagnant to reaching my goal. So I'm pushing myself away from my goal every time. I love that, and, and that's that's goal driven right there for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, for sure. I'm people driven. I yeah. do. I do it for people. I don't do it for myself. Really? Like working out? I don't. All right, so really? tell me about that. Like, what do you mean by that? I don't. I get in that plunge because if I expect people to get in that plunge, I uh, need to get in that fair. plunge more. Okay, yeah, I agree. If I, if I expect people to work out, I work out so yeah. I can show them that I'm working out so they can work out too. 
Yeah. Because like I, I'm more of the lead by example kind of person. So it's like if I don't do the workout, then I feel that yeah. I'm letting people down. That's fair. Mm-hmm. So that's why I do it. Yeah, I don't want to do interesting. it. I don't want to do it. Like I, I, it takes me a while to get in that motherfucking plunge. Yeah. Literally, like I start doing other random shit. I take, I take longer poops. Yeah. You know, I'll like decide, oh, I need to go do something over here, and I start thinking and thinking and thinking. I don't want to get in that motherfucker, but I get in that motherfucker because I know I need to get in that motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. And I yeah. know I need to work out because at the end of the day, it's like, I don't think we have a choice either, though. Like, that, that's why I'm so I'm so passionate about like about training and, 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 and working out and doing all these things that we have to do because it's it's what we're meant to be doing. Yeah, because if we weren't doing that, we'll be dying. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. That's it. Point big. Player. That's fair. OK, here's the thing. Um, Tell me percentage wise. Um, how much do you like working out? Give me a percentage. I mean, once I'm in Every it. day or just like no, in general? No, no, just in general. 95, 98%. Wow, that's 98%. a lot. How about you? Love it. Maybe. Yeah, 98%. How much do I like working out? This is we just talked about, right? Like, do we actually but I'll do tell you like why. Like, out? for me, it's, it is, it's become much more about the process. So I have some goals I have. Like, I want to do yeah. 28 pull-ups and blah, blah, blah. But for me, it's the process. Interesting. And someone told me recently, about a week ago, like, people are looking. So if, you know you serve as an example whether you may even know it or not so people are looking to you so people look to you jp for instance or carlo or me for that matter where like they see you you know energetic and and doing your thing like they they have that as an anchor a mental anchor is like well i maybe i can do that too or maybe that's what i should do Mm -hmm. correct but if you're coming here inconsistent and you're you know goofing off and you're not doing much then whether you're a trainer or not it it, it doesn't lead by example but you don't you, you may not even realize you know, kind of the effect you have on others. But that's why I say 98% because I'm not as goal-oriented. I have goals, but I, I like the process. I like the process of it. That's good. And this, the, 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 the how is more important right now and the why rather than necessarily the what. But what about you? What's your percentage of, of... I think it's 50%. 50%? 50%. 50%. I mean, when I'm, when I'm going to, like, I, like, my love and passion is jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. So... That's different. Yeah, that's, that's, that's fair. So I, 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 that's where I, I yep. love and yep. where I want to be most of the time is there, but I can only dedicate three times yep. to be there a week. You know, but and then and then well, I now. and then I train here. I work out here because I know I need it. Yep, I know I need it, and as well, I need to I need to be I need to put myself on a on a, on that high of a pedestal. Yeah, because like I can't. How the hell do I? How can I? How can I expect someone to show up when I can't even show up for myself? Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, and that's yeah. That, and that's what drives me, man. It's yeah. like okay, if that's I fair. if I want if I want to if I want to change these people's lives, you know, yep. and me being the leader who I am here, like I, I, I need to do that. Yeah. There's no, I have, have no have choice. I have That's, no fucking uh, choice. Yeah, I agree. I agree. No fucking choice. But in this it. kind of, yeah, I agree. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, that's it. How about you, percentage-wise? Um, I think it's seventy thirty right now. Okay. Um, I do love powerlifting. Um, I am very goal-driven with that. Yeah. If I didn't have powerlifting, I think I'd try to find something else that yeah. I would be goal-driven about. Um, but I do like to lead by example. It's like, how do you expect to do something if you can't, if you can't even do it? Yeah. Almost early, you know, I haven't tried it at least, mm-hmm. you yeah. know? Yeah. So, yeah. It's funny because everyone thinks, you may think that we all love to work out and this is like yep. always fun for us, but it's not. It's, no. It can be work, um, but we love to do it because we are passionate about it. Correct. 
Later, Sean. Later, Sean. Sean, see you later, bro. Please, uh, please listen later. We've mentioned your name a, a couple times. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, definitely have fun to start. Find something that you like doing, mm -hmm. you know, like where if it's walking, paddle, like paddle boarding, pickleball, whatever, just get active. You know, I think that's the first step is just to get active. But like try to be and but and get active on a daily basis. You know, I think that's the, yeah, the hardest the thing. It's the consistency, honestly. You know, like yeah. we don't expect you to, to you know to, to deadlift six hundred pounds or bench five hundred and squat you know eight hundred. Like just get in here, have fun, obviously. And but the thing is that the that fun sometimes is not going to be there. Yeah. And sometimes you just have to do it because you just have to do it. Yep, because yeah. if you don't do it, then you're gonna feel fucking shitty. Yeah, it, that's the, it's the alternative. And if you that's feel right. and then you feel fucking shitty, and then that's you're right. saying fuck it, I'm gonna have a fucking bowl of ice cream that's just because right. I feel exactly shitty. Right. That's exactly and then right. all of a sudden you're, you're getting shit sleep, and then the next day you're just going to shit, 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 shit. Yep, that's right. Okay, so do the fucking hard things, so then life is easy, right? So if the hard thing is uh, is you tying your fucking shoes to get in here, tie those motherfucking shoes up, yeah, because you know at the end of the day it's gonna be in your best benefit. Yeah. Yeah. I love ice cream though. So, uh, hey, I yeah. love ice cream too. I, I would eat that bowl and I haven't had that in a while, but, but oh yeah. Sorry. I mean, That's I fucking have the ice cream. I don't give a fuck. Mm. I do love the ice cream. I know why it has the ice cream. <laughs> Damn right, right? <laughs> Damn right. And that's the thing. It's like, this is what I, this, okay, so this is a good segment. So this is what I tell my clients. If you ever feel like you need a cookie or if you ever feel like you need ice own cream, it. fucking own, own it. it. Yes. And not like some low calorie BS, like do it like Fucking go own do it. it yeah own it own it 100%. and eat it and love it yeah because if right. you're gonna go right. and you're gonna go and eat the fucking cookie and be like, oh my god why am i so fat that's right i'm that's so right. fat 100%. and you're eating the cookie right. look at all that negative ass energy yep. you put in your that's body right. That's right. rather than be like you know what i fucking earned this cookie that's right. i'm gonna eat this motherfucking cookie and this that's cookie right. is gonna be good for me that's right guess what you're putting positive energy into that food mm -hmm. yep. and putting it into your body and guess what a cookie's not gonna fucking make you gain 10 pounds nope that's true. Have your fucking cookie. Yep. Unless you're eating. And get on with life. Because guess what? If you you can keep thinking about it, you're gonna have a cookie after cookie after cookie after cookie. That's right. Have one fucking cookie on the motherfucker. Right. Feel good about it. Move on with your life. Yeah. I yeah. That's I agree. it. I totally agree with that. I agree. Yeah. You have to own it. Just and be be very real with it. And it's okay. But be real with it. Yeah. yeah I, I agree. I think that's that's the first step, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it really is. Owning your shit. Owning it. Yes. Like, and being okay with it. Like, I'm Ownership. Have a own your shit. Yeah. I'm, not, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna really? have a cookie. I'm gonna have a cookie. I'm gonna That's have right. an Oreo. I'm gonna have a McFlurry for McDonald's just because I want one. Okay, sure. Have it. Have it. That's the problem. People think that they can't have a flexible diet yeah. and, and be fit <laughs> and all that. And I feel like that's the misconception. Yeah. It really is. It's sad because... Yeah, it's sad. We're we're telling you that you can have it, and yes. it's okay. But fucking own it. But yeah, hundred percent. That's yeah. it. Go big. If you can't fucking own it, then don't <coughs> fucking have it. Eat, eat your protein too. That's another one. Of course. One. Eat your to that. Yeah, that, that's that one thing. That is the number one. I, I'm telling you, like the first thing in a diet should be like, okay, first of all, up your protein. We'll that's talk about right. all the cookies and the carbs later. That's a hundred. Up your protein. Like, let's start there. Let's start there. So what? how many grams do you guys suggest? Or do you tell your clients to eat? You depending mean? on their... Okay, so depending on their body weight, right? Um, but So let's say, example. So let's say this, this female is 5'5", five five, mm -hmm. but she's 270 pounds. Oh, okay. How much protein do you, do you tell her to eat? 
Well, first question is, how much protein, protein does she actually eat in the first place? Probably close to nothing, 50 oh, grams maybe. Perfect, let's start at 100. Okay. And then, then we go from 100, then we go to 150. Then 150, then you try to get to 200, and we'll see from there. Because if you try to tell this person, hey, you need to eat 270 grams of protein, they are more than likely are going to fail. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know? that's a good point. Too much. And too much, too quick. And you think of like food for not just single, singling out women, just in general, just for people. What's the first thing that you think about when you go out to eat or like, what do you think it is? It's probably more fats and carbs than protein is last. Yeah, in general. That's most of the time that I get. So I think that would be a start, trying to start small. If you, if you get 50, you should start at 50, then 100, then keep going from there. Mm. Being successful. Small goal. wins. You have to. Small wins is the best win. Yeah, because for me, okay, for instance, for me, I'm about 160 pounds. Um, I should be probably getting, because I'm competitive, I need to get anywhere from 175 to 200 grams of protein. I'm a little person. I don't have, I my caloric intake isn't that high, so I have to get creative how much yeah. protein I can actually ingest, mm -hmm. right, without getting more weight, because in powerlifting, you have to be a certain body fat or sorry certain weight to compete at right and i compete at like 148 pounds so that's the challenge for me so how do you do it how do you get your protein in what 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 proteins do you have because i mean 100 yeah yeah because yeah, 100 i mean like for me like, I, have to, I have to get over 200 yeah, yeah you know? I, but you're a bigger 200. you're a bigger guy too how what's your like calorie maintenance at like maybe like 3,000 and 3,500. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mine's like closer to 25 if I'm pushing it, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, for me, I have to have more shakes even though I don't like shakes. Protein shakes. I hate it, to be honest. I hate it. You hate protein shakes? But I do it because I need to do it. Mm. That is the problem. What's your protein of choice? Like protein shake of the choice? The Fair Life now. Fair Life? Yeah, someone got me on Fair Life now, so I'll oh, drink yeah. Fair Life's. Uh, I at least try to have one fair life protein, and then if not, try to get two in. That's one fair life drink is about 30 grams. Yeah, so that's pretty good. Two of those, it's 60 grams. Yeah, there you go. And then you got to think about protein intake. So your daily amount, let's say four ounces of literally chicken breast that I don't eat. Four ounces of chicken breast is around 30 grams, 30 35 grams of protein because that's the super leanest chicken you can get. Yep. Um, I eat more chicken thigh so that's four four ounces anywhere from like 20 to 25 grams of protein so i need to eat anywhere from six to eight to kind of get closer to i don't know like 40 to 50 per meal that's kind of the goal but for the average person you try to eat eight ounces of of chicken that's a lot for you or that's a lot that's of a chicken lot. like think of it like this i want you to eat i know steak right let's say i want you to eat two new york steaks that are 10 ounces like in, for lunch and dinner for the average person, that might be a lot yeah. if they don't really like eat enough protein. Or it's expensive, or you know, New York steaks aren't. Right. Takes time. New York steaks aren't that expensive. You never know. Some people are well, just, like, like the they're home. Like, they're like nine, ten bucks. They're a pound. not nothing. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Moneybags uh, over here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he just Sorry, butchered a cow out back until all his, <laughs> no, all his right? beef is free. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. So I guess for some, for, for if you guys are live in Vegas or whatever. Um, Grass-fed beef, four dollars and ninety-eight cents at Sam's Club. Yeah, mm -hmm. ground beef. Um, that's a good. That's a good. Um, yeah. I do ground beef and ground turkey. You know, is what I do. 
Yeah. I can't stand chicken. I chickened myself out in my 20s and 30s. I can't go back to chicken. I've been doing thighs. I love thighs. I could probably do thighs because there's there's enough fat there to keep it tasty. Mm-hmm. I used to get disgusted by thighs, and then I don't know why. Really? Yeah, I don't yeah know why. you're the one telling me that you only eat, like white meat. Yeah, right? and then all of a sudden, oh, dark meat all the way. Man. All of a sudden, <laughs> I started. Like, I was like, I was like, let me just try out these. Th- uh, so at Sam's Club, they have these chicken thighs that they oh these nice skinless. Yes, 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 yes. Skinless, yeah. boneless yeah. chicken thighs. Uh huh. Oh my gosh! Wow. Right. Put them I'm on the barbecue. Yeah. Yeah. How do you cook them? Barbecue. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I put some um, extra light olive oil on them. Mm-hmm. Nice. Awesome. And then I put salt, pepper. Uh, garlic and onion, nice. It's perfect. Yeah, and then put them on the put them on the grill, and nice. Off we go. Yeah. Or our god Mackay, Mackay. Oh yeah, I yeah. love Mackay. Yeah. All right. Here's a question for you yes. guys. For we're talking about food now. Yes. Um, what are some go-to fast food options for the people and viewers? Mackay. In Vegas, sure. Because we are in Vegas, that you go to. You don't eat any fast food. I don't. Zero. It makes me sick. Really? I can't. Nothing. I want to. So when, when I want like a cheat meal, I'll go to Asia Buffet, which is down the corner, <laughs> and go all you can eat sushi. Okay. okay. But no, I, I, I don't, I can't. Have you? Okay. okay. I, I want to, but I, my body doesn't like it. It rejects it. Hmm. In and out. In and out's good. I oh, like In and out. That sounds good. In and out. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll do, um, this is a little hack that I do. I do eight um, mustard fried patties on the side. Mustard fried patties on the side. Yeah, mm-hmm. so just patties, basically, mm-hmm. just on the side, eight of them. So that's 10 grams per patty. So that's mm-hmm. 80 grams right there. Oh, mm-hmm. nice. And if I'm feeling fat or not, I'll do uh, two light well fries. Mm-hmm. But if I'm feeling like, like okay, like I, I need to lower down, I'll just do one light well fry. You see how much this man can eat? Like, I, I can eat that much, but I will be about 200 pounds. And if I'm feeling really fatty, I'll have eight plus two plus a strawberry shake. God damn it. I wow. wish I was you. Uh, <laughs> I, that'd be the only thing I'd be eating that day. <laughs> I don't think I could do any more. It's amazing. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, What's up, Coach? Coach Reggie in the house. Coach oh, Reggie. Uncle Reggie. Yes. Oh. Yeah, my go-to What's your go-to right now is uh, two Flying Dutchmen. So, you okay. know what Flying Dutchman is? I've you heard of it. They're bunless, right? So, yeah, it's just cheese. So, it's two patties, cheese, and two cheeses. So that's each. So I get, nice. I get two Flying Dutchmans, and then I get a side of fries with my wife, and then I'll, I'll portion out my fries to two ounces. Okay. Nice. And that's what I get. So that's about 60 grams of protein right there. Wow. You're pushing a lot of fat because of the cheese yes. and, yeah, and the meat as well. Um, so close to about 1,000 calories. Maybe wow. 900 to 1,000. That, that's 1,000 that's a right there? Close to it. Dude, I, I haven't even calculated mine. It's probably it's a lot. probably yeah. two grand. But, buck, but that's the thing. You you're hitting your protein though mm, yeah. that, that brings me to my next question of like okay is it better here we go here's a question is Ooh. it better to for a client or whoever um to hit their protein goal hit that protein goal even though their calories are you go over their calories yes or so? yes 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 100 percent i mean if you count the well, because effect of protein why? correct plus the like no i i would actually say at the very start, that, that'd be a good first start. First start when, when they're coming g- to you, right? Yes, okay. a good first, first start. start. First yeah. start is increased protein, number yeah. one. Yeah. I mean, it, and, I mean, even if that means you're eating more calories throughout the day, because eventually over time, the protein will be more satisfying and they will, their bodies will adjust to not wanting that other stuff anyway. So if you guys made it to this far, I'm, I want to share what I do mm-hmm. to with clients and how I break it down. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So we're 55 minutes in. If you guys are in it, you guys are in for a special treat, I guess. So this is how I break it down. 
I don't give a fuck what you're eating right now. Yeah. Sure. Okay. I have to know what you're eating. So, so it's time to track. So yeah. I have them yep. track for the first week. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you're eating. Track it on the on a piece of paper or on the notes somewhere. <laughs> you should look at the yeah. Week two. Let's let's see what we learned in week one from the tracking, and let's adjust mm-hmm. accordingly to base based off of what you gave me. So. Obviously, the first goal in mind yeah. is protein. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's 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 give them. So find different alternatives that give you more protein. So if, let's say for an example, you you've been going to Taco Bell, McDonald's, and KFC. Yep. Okay. You like to go fast food. Cool. Probably base of time. Yep. Amazing. Cool. Well, let's let's look for now Pollo Loco, Makai. Mm-hmm. You know, or even I, I I like to go to Jersey Mike's. Mm-hmm. The bread there is you're not really good for bread, but I'll go wheat. But yep. I at least get a foot long, get the Philly, and you have yep. that much grams of protein, right? Mm-hmm. So now we're switching from what they're doing before to same thing, but different options. Yep. Cool. Yep. Now, week three, let's put it on my fitness pal, and then let's let's learn calories and values of food. Yeah. Okay, now we've learned of calories and values of food. We're consistent in tracking. Now we're being more aware. We've learned some things on week one, two, and three of what our, our habits have been. Yep. Week four, Okay, perfect. You're tracking on my fitness pal. These are your specific calories. These are your specific macros. Run that for a week, and then after that, we can then they're they're off to the races. Honestly, after that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's my. That's how that's I do cool. it. That's cool. I like that. Yeah, well, I agree. I, I think that try what you just said about like you weren't trying to change their habits. You're trying to change their choices of habits and the awareness, right? Again, face the reality. It's yeah. like this is the this is objective. Here's where we are, and that's cool. Let's yeah. but let's know where we are. Yeah, yeah, that is cool. I like that. Um, I had a client, there. right? And her first week, she started tracking. The, let me, let me know if you have to go. Do you have to go? No, no, no. I think I'm okay. Okay. Um, we started tracking, and all of a sudden, I've been I was seeing strawberry lemonade for every single meal. Okay. And if you know who you are, I love you, and you're doing great, okay? And this, you, that was a great, great breakthrough. Anyways, um, but it's something that she didn't notice. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, like, so she, I, I knew it was on, it was in every single meal, and Oops, it was it was something, I was like, this is, this is literally what I told her. All right, how, how fast or how slow or how intense or how, like, how do you want to, to attack this? Yeah, it's kind like, a good question. How do you want to attack this? Because, yeah. like, do you want do you want to get really to get results like kind of quicker, or yep. do you kind of want to like take things one step at a time? Yep. And so, based off her answer, right, I was like, okay, so let's. She's like, like, she's like, basically, be easy on me. I was like, okay, okay. I was like, well, I see that you you drink a lot of sugar. <laughs> she's like, really? I'm like, yeah, you have it for every meal. Yeah. I was like, okay, so listen, how about this? How about how about just having having that, but just once a day? Mm-hmm. Instead of three times a day, let's just have it once a day. Yep. Right? And she 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 caught herself wanting it every single meal. Mm. So like mm. it got to her head and wow. she, she was like, What the fuck is wrong with me basically? Yeah, that's tough. And she was just like and it took to the point where it almost brought her into tears because wow. she was like I, this is such a hat because sugar is a drug. Yes. Yep. Yes. It and is. so it and is. so right when she like decided, you know what, I'm not going to do this anymore. And she pulled it out and, and wow. it That's she started. She start, yeah. 
So, and then it was a crazy breakthrough, but if I didn't, if I didn't see it and if I wasn't able yeah, to bring it up right. to her attention, that's she right. would have never known. That's she right. didn't know what she was doing. Yeah. I mean, but by, by the time, by the, by the end of the week, I mean, she was in the hundreds of grams of sugar that wow. she was ingesting. Wow. Yeah. And then, and then, but it, it took time. It took weeks. Yep to kind of slowly taper it off yep. and so she she didn't need it anymore she and she has not needed it or drank that ever ever again That's yeah. how did she feel after like how Amazing. long did it take for her to feel the effects of not drinking it that much i mean it was it was probably it like within a quick. week to two yeah. weeks i mean That's like right I when that sugar is out of you and you're working out i mean yeah. like yeah. you almost feel like a new person honestly yeah it's yeah sugar i'm telling you oof bad it's a drug i love sugar uh, <laughs> I, I do too. Donuts, love them, but that's why I don't I buy them. <laughs> I do love sugar, but it's like we go back to it, being aware. Yes. Yeah, it's, just it's being, being aware, aware about it. it. Mm-hmm. Awareness. Yeah, I still get a, I still get boba. Well, and all the hidden sugars that they put in things too, that that you may not even realize There's has sugar. Hidden sugars? Oh, <laughs> yeah, there are hidden sugars. <laughs> where do they hide it? Where, where do they hide it? Exactly. Everywhere. Exactly. Right. Literally. Like, that's so. Uh, so that was, that was a good podcast today, guys. I yep. think we should cap it there. That was an cool. hour. So, um, you know, be aware if you guys are having some troubles, you know, um, with your diet, you know, just start tracking and start writing down. Honestly, like just that's facing the truth. Honestly, yeah. is like when you put pen to paper step. or, you know, thumb to phone and really write down everything that you eat. That's a good that's a good kind of well, like, not making any self judgment. Like right now, yeah. you're just putting objective stuff on a paper like you can make the judgments later. But that for the most part, let's just talk about what is and yeah. then figure out, OK, is this where I want to be? And yeah. If there's, yeah. Like it, there's no judgment, more no. judgment about it. You're not a bad person or a good person. You're just putting stuff down to see what's there. Yeah. See what cards you have in your hand. I think you have to be real with yourself because yeah. like let's say if you're working with a trainer or, or not, um, it is about being real. It's like, like you said, dogs, no judgment. Like you could eat yeah, McDonald's, right. you can drink strawberry lemonade, you can do all these things, but you have to be truthful to yourself. Yeah. And if you're a yeah. trainer as well, because yeah. if, you're, if we're the trainers, we only know what you tell us. That's right. And that's if right. you're not 100% with us, we can't help you. That's right. Correct. And that's, that's right. the issue. Correct. That's a lot of times the issue. Yep. Correct. So. so it's be aware, be real with yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's that. That's it. Thank you guys. Thank you. Let's Thanks, uh, let's do this it. next week. You guys down? Yeah, yeah, of course. All right, we got sure. we got to do this. We next have week. to do this. It's just like it's just like working. You just gotta do it. Right? You don't want to do it, but you gotta jump in. You gotta do it. Consistency. What is the thing we learn? Consistency. I love it. So next Tuesday we'll be back at it live, guys. Thank you guys for joining today on Smashcast, and stay smashing. Peace. Bye.